1: Final hour. Power hour. You better you bet on the Beck UL Network. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. Man, what a final hour of the show on the way. Talk Sean Payton and Coach of the Year coming up in a second. Comeback Player of the Year as well. Feliz Naritov, monster teasers. And then uh, we will also get to, you know, our bets for tonight with the Commanders and the Bears on Thursday Night Football. Side total and props. So we got a lot to do and not a lot of time to do it. So let's get right back into it here. Jake, fade the music up here. Ken, you said going to break. I asked you about Kevin O'Connell. Can he win coach of the year if the Vikings get into the playoff picture, make the playoffs off an 0-3 start? And you said, no, O'Connell can't win, but someone priced in his same range could still possibly win. That is, the perennially wind face of Sean Payton, <laughs> stupid visor, and the Denver Broncos. Uh, you're right, obviously, but just talk a little bit more about that, because I think this, one, this one's actually really interesting, and they're favorites to win this weekend, obviously.
0: Yeah, I just here. My here's my point. Did I bet Sean Payton to win this award? No. Do I think he will win? No. Uh, they have two games against the Chiefs coming up in the next month, so it's like their record gets crushed like right out of the gate. Unless they split with Mahomes, that's really tough. But it's just worth noting. I talk about like what a knife edge these awards sit on. Like one week, think about Witherspoon's the perfect example from this past week. Allen completely switching places with Tua and MVP took one game for that to happen. Has stuff happens all the time. Obviously, this early on, it happens all the time and. And in coach of the year, D'Amico Ryans is like the flavor of the week. Like he beats the Steelers by a lot. His price to win coach of the year, almost single digits now in a bunch of places. If he loses this week and he is a, he is projected to lose by the way, he's more likely to lose that game than win it at Atlanta right now. And Denver wins and they're more projected to, they're projected more likely to win. So like just chalk holds, whatever the market says, like the more likely outcome happens. D'Amico Ryans, who's like 9 to 1, and Sean Payton, who's like 7,000 to 1, uh, will have the same record this year so far. So just like, what? Like, why, why would you bet Ryans right now when so many things can change? Can he win? Sure. A lot of coaches can win right now. But like, again, you're, you're buying the thing that already happened. Like, that's like a terrible idea. Like, when you get later in the season and you have polling and it's more just like the market needs to reflect polling, that's different. This is... You're kind of like dart throwing and week to week trying to figure out where the price drops are while everything sets itself. And the idea that like every like, you know, Peyton's in 200 to one to win this award and Ryan's is eight. Like, okay, cool. They have the same record probably next week. And then, you know, yeah, uh, Sean Payton has to play the Chiefs twice for sure. Totally get that. Also, like we don't have any idea how many more games Houston's going to win this year. So it's just like. It's all just more malleable than I think people think. So I I just, just to emphasize like the one thing about this market this week, and I think we've done a lot of markets this week, and like the advice has been, uh, like this isn't the week to beat the favorite. That's gonna happen. So, like, we do this every week. The week is, the year is very long. So, like, we're not betting every week. Like, Diggs, Offensive Player of the Year, if you don't have it, I think is worth it this week. Richardson, if you don't have him, I think is worth it this week. Like, it's like there are things to buy. Um, but it, for the most part, like, favorites and MVP and favorites and coach of the year are all supposed to be they're supposed to do really well this week and the worst time to try to beat a favorite would be in a game where they're set up to have a tremendous amount of success like i just just think about it like mcdaniel and campbell are like three to one four to one to win coach of the year mcdaniel's supposed to win by two touchdowns dan campbell's supposed to win by double digits okay like so then what does this market look like next week so if you're thinking about clicking the button on someone else why the hell would you do it right now what makes annie's unless you think the panthers are going to win or you think the Giants are gonna win I think those two things are very unlikely to happen but you could disagree and if you really like the dog in those games then yeah like that price is gonna go crazy if those guys lose I don't think they're gonna lose so even though I think I actually really think both are very unlikely to win why bet it this week like that's where you have an opinion but the timing of the bet is also really important like I think a lot of coaches can win coach of the year and for why I don't think Campbell and McDaniel can win McDaniel won nine games last year. Campbell won. Did they win nine? They won about that last year. Like something in the same range in terms of the Lions last year. Right. So both nine and eight almost made the playoffs for one, made the playoffs for the other. Like that's Sirianni. That means like the threshold for you winning is like 13 or something like that probably to show like a normal amount of improvement for a winner. Thirty, like that's just that's way over the projected win totals for both teams that's just not a likely thing right now and it's being priced like it's pretty likely to happen cool if they go 13 and 4 and they win like tip of the cap to them super awesome season great but like betting a low price on that to happen right now seems like a really bad idea and even if they do that it would depend on what the other coaches do at the same time Um, just worth noting last point on this Bill Barnwell, who covers the NFL for ESPN, um, not like necessarily someone with like a ton of influence, I guess, like Zach Lowe for NBA, but like people read and like has a national, you know, like pulpit to talk about stuff, had his quarter mark NFL awards piece come out. And I just like, kind of seeing like what do other smart people think about you know whether they have votes or don't like what do they think about these award markets none of the things were particularly surprising i would just mention that he listed his top three at this point for all the awards and really what you're looking for is like okay like does the market reflect who's really done the best this year and he gets to coach of the year uh dan campbell not even in the top three at this point so like remind me again why he's a favorite Remind me again why that's like so likely to happen. And now like national writers aren't even covering it either. So just like he had a Shanahan number one for people who are curious, McDaniel two and D'Amico Ryan's three. I think those names make a lot of sense to everybody. And those names we talked about already in this segment, Dan Campbell, not even in the top three is one of the favorites. What? What are we talking about? But again, time to bet those probably next week.
1: And if people were like, hey, like, Ken doesn't think any of the underdogs can win this week and, wow, likes a lot of chalk, uh, I would encourage people to check out our opening hour of the show when we talked about the Major League Baseball playoffs. If you missed it, just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast, all sorts of good stuff in there. Well, I can uh, like the dogs, who, but, like, do, do you are, think the Panthers and Giants are going to win this week? Of course I do. No, I, of course not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but just definitely, like, definitely not. What, like, just, what, how about this? What's likely? The likely thing is the Dolphins and Lions roll. And like and yeah, get, those guys and, aren't yeah. gonna win the award and they, in my they opinion. Smoke the competition. Like, yep. Yeah. So like why like why why now to bet against them? Their prices are only going down because they're about to win this week.
1: All right. That's coach of the year in the National Football League. You better you bet Nick and Ken, tremendous football Thursday. Uh comeback player of the year. We're gonna call this the Ken Barkley market. That's gonna be it's, it's gonna be the Ken Barkley Memorial <laughs> Market at some point. Comeback player yeah, of the might year. Be. Uh Damar Hamlin. Minus 250 now, after making a season debut last week for the Buffalo Bills. Hamlin, minus 250. Tua is 4-1, to one, the second choice. Lamar Jackson, 14. A pair of quarterbacks we spent a lot of time talking about in this particular market are both 18-1. to one. They are Matthew Stafford and Shake and Bake, Baker Mayfield. Uh, TJ Watt, 22. Brees Hall at 40. And then I, I, I grabbed a couple names at 150-1, to one, just because I think like they're all a little interesting. Um, one is Odell Beckham. Who practice again today on Thursday in a limited fashion? He's on track to play on Sunday for the Ravens on the road in Pittsburgh. Von Miller, who maybe we'll see, make his season debut on Sunday yep. for the Bills in London against the Jaguars. And the other player, one hundred and fifty to one. Now this is like like I, the coming back from being bad and coming back from being like cast aside. Uh, <laughs> I'm just Zach Wilson's one hundred and fifty to one. Hmm. Those are the names that I've yeah. chosen to go with here for comeback player of the year.
0: Sure, hey, I'd, uh, never let the facts get in the way of a good story, right? Uh, and I, it, like, can it, can any of these guys win? Sure, I guess because it's whoever the media talks themselves into winning. Um, the, the Hamlin thing, just real quick. I just I found it kind of interesting. Look, like his return got covered really extensively on social media going into the game and uh you know like you you saw like uh this you know speed he got interviewed after the game speech he gave to the team like all this stuff like it was a really cool moment like he's back I, i totally understand that uh also he played on special teams and was active because jordan poyer one of the safeties was out and the bills have he hamlin's the fourth safety so there's poyer and micah hyde and then taylor rapp who they added this year and then Hamlin's the fourth one and Hamlin didn't play any defensive snaps because uh Hyde and Taylor Rapp played 100% of snaps on defense so Hyde uh Hamlin although he was on the roster like on the sideline played a couple special team snaps but did not play any on defense and so even given an opportunity like this is what it was like it was special teams usage and no snaps on defense and that's it uh and Poyer's practicing again this week registered a limited practice on Wednesday It is possible we're actually going to go back to Hamlin being inactive for games, like starting this week with the London game with the Jaguars, just as a byproduct of the roster and how many players you can hold and everything. If this is what it's going to be, it's going to be special teams, a couple games, and that's it, and a lot of inactives and not a lot of games registered, then I think I'm right and I just and it's just my opinion I don't have to be right I think I'm right I think he's not gonna win um I don't think there's a really strong case aside from the very 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 narrow-minded well he just plays a snap he wins and cool when all the writers tell me that in week 10 I'll buy it and no one and like let's get there and let's see what they say and until then I'm taking a lot of shots in this market and I'm building massive positions to try to beat this because I think it's nuts that's like cool like what were his accomplishments well he played 21 snaps on special teams he was active in two games Where they're really still going to vote when it's two games and special team snaps. Really? They're really going to do that? Prove it. Prove it. Like, let's see. I'm willing to be wrong here. But like the idea that this is some certitude is just like certainty was what I meant to say. The idea that this is some certainty is just like crazy to me. He's going to go back to being inactive again. Like what? This is this is what it is. And it's still just auto, 100%. No questions asked. Really? I'm really skeptical of that. I just got to be honest. I'm incredibly skeptical of that. And if we get to, like, all the polling late in the year, and I'm wrong, so be it. And I can be wrong. But, like, man, everyone's making a big assumption right now. He's going to go back to being inactive again, probably. And then what happens to this market? Everyone else is playing. Like, what, what happens? Well, I guess Baker Mayfield's not he's on a buy. But, like, you get the idea. I just... The more i think about it the more nuts i think it is like that that, this was and by the way everybody who told you he plays one snap he went like then if that's the case sunday was supposed to be this hallmark movie national tv coverage moment i watched red zone the whole day you know how many times they mentioned it zero the whole day zero really one snappy wins they mentioned it zero times so just like maybe he wins That opinion is nuts. Like, you're insane if you think that. You're just not thinking clearly. You're not thinking through the problem. Like, it's just open. It's more open than that. Yes, he can win, but it's open. And if it's open and the prices are this, and Lamar's in it and he can't win, and two is in it and he can't win, and all these other guys can't win, then there's an opportunity to make bets, whether we're right or not. So like, that's where I'm at. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield should be the second choice in the market and it's not close. And he's not being priced like that. He's still 25 to one in a bunch of places. And I've been adding and adding and adding and adding and adding and adding. And And he has the week off. But at the same time, if Hamlin's inactive, this is the case where, like, do you bet the guy on the week off? If Hamlin's inactive, I don't know what's going to happen to this market. Because now we're back to, like, how many games is he going to play? The price is going to go down. He's going to go to minus 500. He's not playing. So, like, what does Baker Mayfield go down in that case? All the media, all the press this week, Baker Mayfield, he's in charge. Of, it's GM goes and gives that interview. Like, he's to take took charge of the team and the offseason. Like, you see where this is going. Like, this is an easy one, honestly. Like, he's the second choice. He is. Um, the only other thing that's interesting in this market, actually, there are two. Cooper Cup's gonna start playing games. And when that happens, he is an incredibly traditional conventional candidate to win this award. I don't know if he's gonna be great out of the gate. Maybe it's limited snaps. Maybe he doesn't look awesome, whatever. I mean, one good game, he should be the fourth choice or the third choice. Like it should just auto go to that because that's where this is gonna be the whole rest of the year. So he's really interesting. He's not listed in any sports book except one. Well, you can bet him in like locals and stuff, but domestic sports books, he's only listed in one place. He's 80 to one, just something to keep in mind. What happens if he plays and plays okay? Is he 80 to one the next week? No. And then the other thing to keep in mind is I still think there's a chance Chase Young is alive for this. He just played Buffalo and Philadelphia, who you're never going to get like any sacks against ever against those offensive lines. And he has a national television game tonight against Chicago. Again, like what happens plays the giants twice going forward. Like what happens again? Like don't not what happened. What's going to happen. He does. He really plays Chicago. He's really going to play the giants He's not an afterthought yet. So again, like, positions are the same. Mayfield, huge. Chase Young, huge. Stafford, huge. But less now because the price has been dropping. Cooper Cup, add some. Probably wait another week on Beckham just to see if he actually plays. Like, that's where you want to be here. That's where you want to be.
1: You know, know, like Vaughn or Zach?
0: My problem with Vaughn is it's going to be Saquon and Gates where they're going to ask Vaughn and he's going to say, give it to Hamlin. That's what he's going to say. I think you're...
1: Yeah, you're probably... Well, I mean, he'd be...
0: Be a real, a real jerk. What's he he gonna say? Don't give it to Hamlin. Don't give it to Hamlin. Give it to me.
1: He was actually like, "Well, if we're being honest here, he doesn't really matter (laughs) for the team, and I do."
0: Did you see me rush the passer out there? Where's that guy? You think
1: Sean Mc? You think I'm ever a healthy scratch? We're not even playing this guy. I'm playing. I'm I'm a Super Bowl MVP. You're gonna give it to this dude. Get the hell out of here. All right, on the other side, monster teaser and Feliz Naritov.